My name is Davion Ferris. I'm from Inglewood, California, and I'm hanging out with Rob on Front Row Live. I'm going to dive right in and just say you make falsettos seem so easy. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how you pull it off, but I really want to talk about that. And like, how important is the falsetto to your songwriting? Is that something that you kind of consider in the beginning process of, of writing a song? Hmm. I, 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 in, the, in the process of writing a song, I, I like to go wherever the emotion dictates. Right. And there is there is a vulnerability in, in you know, in your falsetto because it's it's you know, it's not the same like strength that you that you have in your just natural talking voice or whatever. It, it seems from a different place. Um, but it's 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 it is sweet. That is something that I do like to. I, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. Like that is something that I do like to use, you know, I, I, and really it's more I like I like to show the, you know, the full range of my voice because like, my talking voice has, you know, it's, it's bass is strong. And, you know, with my falsetto, I can still go up against those. And I feel like Bad Guy, uh, this this new single, like, I feel like it really uh, gives us those different vocal ranges, those diff different dynamics that you can that you can provide. Uh, what I mean, what was that initial process for you, like coming into the writing session? Did you like have the identity of the song already or was this something that kind of like evolved as as these lyrics were kind of just flowing out of you? So, so this song was, and, and a lot of my songs uh, come from personal experience. And so I had just had, should I tell the whole story? No. Uh, so I just had, you know, I had just gone through a situation where, you know, I found out that someone that I w had an agreement of exclusivity wasn't being exclusive. And, um, and being that that's not a, a situation that I was accustomed to, then I had to write about it. like oh this 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 feels different being the you know be, being the being the, I don't want to say victim but you know be, not being the bad guy you know being on the other end of bad guy energy <laughs> um, you know it was I, I had to just be honest about how it made me feel you know because I'm not, I know that I'm not the only person that experiences and goes through that you know and that's what I like to do. I like to make you know make music that that from my own personal experience that's honest so that people can can see themselves in it and, 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 and understand and that it, you know it can resonate with them. Now the vulnerability level of this is you know even more than your previous material so was this something that came you know were you comfortable from the beginning like knowing all right I'm writing the song it's going to be heard uh, or was this something that you kind of had to you kind of had to like sit back with it, let it marinate for a little bit before you decided to kind of say, yeah, let's, re let's release this. Uh, I mean, I was, I was working on, on, on an entire project. So I, I definitely was building towards the release, but it was one of those ones that because it was, because I was able to um, successfully convey how I felt it, it, it just made me, you know, really believe in it because I, one thing I know is and I and I learned this. I got this quote from from uh, from Chris Hicks, who is a you know a, a major uh, music industry player. Uh, is that if you write life, you never run out of things to write about, right? Because that's that's what that's what makes people identify with your songs and makes them, you know, not just hear them one time and move on, but you know, hear them and then say, oh, I need this on my playlist because I need to hear this because this song is mine. In saying that at the same time, not running out of material, I feel like it makes it even harder not running out of vocal dynamics, vocal ranges, vocal runs, which you which you do a lot uh, on this single. So how do you keep it fresh within each track that you create? I think the idea of, of keeping it fresh is just 
really making sure you're getting to the root of whatever experience that you're writing about. Every 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 story, every you know, every experience has its own subtle nuances, and 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 it makes you feel some kind of way, right? Like if if it's something where I'm, where I'm singing about love, or I know that I'm singing directly to a woman about love, that's where you know that's where your falsetto comes in a little more. You might want to hold a note a little more just so that that emotion is felt, you know, because the the runs can be distracting if they're not put where they're supposed to be. Mm. Um, yeah, I, 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 de I definitely, definitely let the uh, the emotion and the feeling lead, and then I, I, I feel like the placement of the, you know, the runs and the falsetto held notes, all of that, just you know, falls into place. So you're saying uh, these things just kind of like fell into place during the recording process. It wasn't like in your mind as you were writing the lyrics. For the most part. No, well, actually, no. To, to to be to be honest, on this song specifically, it was as I was writing. It was it, it just that the melody came right along with it. Mm. Uh, so you know, you, you sing you, when you're writing the song. You you sing the first verse probably uh, you know fifty you know however many times before you get you start singing the hook or the second verse. Or so in that process is kind of when you you know when I start to like flesh out. Okay, I want to do a girl be a bad guy. Or you know where like like oh yeah that one fits there because it made you know what I mean it just it fits the emotion of that moment or whatever. And definitely a thing in the writing process a lot, a lot now that now that now that you made me like really think about how <laughs> right it definitely happens in the writing process. Now did you find yourself switching up the lyrics because you wanted to have certain vocal ranges on certain on certain lines of the song or vice versa? Um. Hmm. I think the lyrics would be the thing that would that would be that would be changed more because I do tip, tend to start with melody. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of a lot of you know our artists or writers, you know, we have this like gibberish technique. Like you can put on a song like if I'm let's say I'm uh, let's say I'm playing like this is this is literally how it started. I had the the chords. So the melody comes first, right? Every 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 you know, so often a lyric will creep through in the you know, in the melodies if, if I know where, what I'm talking about. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's kind of how the process goes. I love that you mentioned that because I was I was actually going to ask you, um, are you more of a hummer or a scatter when you're trying to like come up with, with lyrics? And you just kind of proved it for me, right? Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely a scatter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'll hear just a bunch of made up, you know, syllables and, and words and stuff. Like, I'm a scatter for sure. Yeah. <laughs> So, so once you once you finalize the writing process of this track, you go into the studio. How did you challenge yourself vocally uh, this time around? Um, I definitely I, I challenged myself by saying, okay, we're going to instead of just doing, you know, using adding color with with harmonies, like find the spots where, again, like I said earlier, you know, where the held notes make sense. Find the spots where. You know, you want to you want to do some vocal. I, I, we call them, you know, a little bit of vocal acrobatics. You know, the the because it's it's that carries a certain emotion as well. You know, if you do it the right way. So you know, it's just you got to kind of like strike a balance. You know, strike a balance between okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna run here, or it's like okay, this section has a lot of that. Let me calm it down so that they can feel what I'm saying, hear what I'm saying. When you have these kind of vocal ac acrobatics like you do, um, do you? have that live show 
in mind when you're writing and recording material, just because you want to have space for you to breathe between the, you know, one song to the next. So do you consider that every time you're writing new material? I believe you you have I have you have to consider the live the the live element when you when you're writing materials. It's something that I had to you know had to work work at and and get better at. But now now it it, it comes pretty uh, pretty naturally. You do, you definitely take into consideration. Okay, I'm, I know I'm going to need to breathe. I know I'm going to be moving around. You know potentially on this song, and so you don't you know you don't want to you don't want to make yourself sing. For thirty seconds straight, with no, you know, no, no, no break, or you know, a minute straight, no breath. You know, it's, it's unrealistic. <laughs> what would you say like challenged you during the writing process of this of this song? Uh, would you say that there was a, a particular line or lyric that you were trying to make fit uh, but wouldn't, or you were trying to find the right touch or feel or emotion for it? If I can be honest, this was probably one of the quickest, quickest songs I've ever written because it was so much about the actual experience that I had just gone through, right? Like sometimes, sometimes you write songs about, you know, an experience that's, you know, I don't know, a few years ago, or you write a song about a story that you may have heard, but when it's, when it's an experience that you've just gone through and the emotions are heavy and rich, then it's, it's more like venting, you know, than, <laughs> than, than writing. <laughs> so that, that's really, this song is one big thing. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> And saying that, would you say that once you jumped into the to the vocal booth, I mean, you try the emotions were just the raw emotion that first initial take uh, most of the song. Uh, it, yeah, it, again, this was one of the quick. It was one of the <laughs> right and one of the quickest songs to record because I had I, I needed I needed to get that I needed to release those feelings. Right, music. It, <clears throat> the thing about. Um, the way I make music, um, it it is it really is about the release, right? If I, if I'm not honest or if I'm, if I'm not you know vulnerable, then it, it it doesn't have the same effect for me, and I know it won't have the same effect for the audience. And that's what this is about: me establishing that you know that connection with with my audience, whoever they may be, right? By being my most genuine self. So I have to I have to you know be authentic in that, and then allow it to rest. What's that writing process like for you though, when a song like this one in particular is like pretty much asking to come out? Uh, do you just do you just let it flow? You just listen, or is it one of those things where it's like I'll try a little bit here, a little bit there, and then figure out what it's telling me? Ah, see, that's a good one. That's someone someone asked me that uh, asked me a similar question. I if a song comes in one quick session, I'm here for it, but. One thing that I do know is that, um, I, and I heard this in a Michael Jackson interview, he said he doesn't ever record a song in one day. He never recorded a song in one day. He did sections or he might do like leads, listen to it for a couple of days and hear where, where the, you know, where the ad-libs should fit, hear where the background should fit, hear where he needs to put color to make the song what it needs to be. So uh, once I, once I, you know, I saw that, that's kind of the approach that I take, with, you know, take with my music. I don't, I don't rush it. I don't force it. If it comes quickly, I'm appreciative. If, if it comes over a couple of days, I'm still appreciative. You know, I, I don't, I don't let that change. So. Now you're also a songwriter uh, for other artists. So how, how has that impacted your songwriting uh, going from working with other, writing for other artists and then coming in to work for your own material? I think that's where the writing for other artists is what is what made me realize that knowing myself was the key to being 
to having longevity as an artist. Um, working along, you know, alongside Mary J. Blige and Tyrese and Trey Songs, right? Though those are those are artists who they they know themselves. They know what works for them. They know what doesn't work for them. They know what moves them and what doesn't move them. And that is, you know, that's the foundation in in how you know and how they create and, and the conversations that we had, you know, in in the sessions, you know, when that, that turned into song placements right on successful projects so it was like okay i see that you know what you're doing and, and and your thing is being honest with yourself about what you know what what moved you and so i i, I kind of i try to follow that what was that moment that you discovered like who you're all about as an artist like that that artist development discovery i i can't say that it was a moment i, I have to say that it was a process I have to say there were like there are there are several I can now I can pick out you know key moments that that had the influence right the conversation with Chris Hicks about songwriting that 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 taught me that you know as long as you write life you'll never run out of things to write about the interview you know the several things that I mentioned like the interview with where I, that I saw Mike do where he said don't force it if a song does yeah, I, I don't even try to finish he doesn't he didn't even try to finish a song in a day. You know what I mean? Whereas, you know, a lot, a lot of music nowadays, you know, we, we say it's microwave. Like if you go in there, they have a four hour session and they expect you to come out with it. Like that's, you know, that, that sometimes it works like that. But don't expect it to always work like that. And don't feel disappointed when it, you know, when it doesn't work like that. Just respect the creative process. I feel like you, uh, by doing it the way that you're doing it, I feel like you appreciate your music in the long run a lot more just because you actually let it marinate. And it's like when people get a tattoo, it's like you either jump and get that tattoo or you actually like think about that tattoo before you jump and get it. Um, So kind of similar situation. Um, But have you had a moment where you let the song marinate and then when you're finally going to go back to write it, it's like you completely scratch it and just start fresh all over again. Mm. Um, I would say it's been a while since I've had <laughs> it's been a while since I've had to do that. Um, the just over over years of being able to to you know to hone uh, uh, hone my skills and my craft, it's I, I you know when, whenever I write, it comes from a real place. So it's hard to and it's it's it, when you're coming from that that real place, it's hard to write you know something that you don't feel. I, I only write what I actually feel. So if I you know have no whatever time away from it, if I come back to it. Obviously there's varying degrees of, you know, you say, I love this, or I like this, this is good, but I love this one more, right? But, you know, generally I don't, I don't, I don't have to scratch, <laughs> scratch songs anymore and start all the way over. There's definitely the process of, you know, rewrites or let's change this line, let's, you know, let's try and, or, or change this verse even. That happens often. Lastly, uh, with this new single, Bad Guy, what is your proudest moment of the track? Is it is it something in the writing process or something in the in the production process? Uh, hmm. My proudest moment, Bad Guy, is <laughs> I think it's the bridge. <laughs> the bridge is like my that's like that's like my favorite part of that's my favorite part of the song for sure because throughout the song I'm like 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 taking this like you know. Uh, wholesome, like, you know, calm, real calm approach. Like, you know, it's it's funny whenever you chill, you just be texting away. You know, like, it's like I'm having regular conversation, but it's like, we have to be honest and say that when, when in these moments when you feel played, it, it's, you know, th- there there is that that moment where your ego is like, 
man, you got me. And that's the line that I leave. You got me. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, this this is not this is not cool. Is, so it was it was like that was that was my moment, even in the venting to to really say you know to 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 really say how I felt and and show how you know how heavily it affected me, but to also remind her, I'm gonna be I'll be okay. <laughs> Because I'm me, right? But it, yeah, I, I think that was my that was that was like my favorite, my proud proud moment in, in the song. A hundred percent honest, and you know, take it or leave it. That's you know. <laughs> yeah, so. Awesome. Well, I love this track. Uh, again, I love I love the falsettos and how easy you make them sound. Um, and uh, you know, thank you again for taking the time and congratulations with this new single. Oh man, thank you, thank you for having me, and I, I look forward to much more music and 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 you know all the all the support and everything. So I'm excited, man. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more. And I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in, and have a great night.